0: A few miles from Davyton township is Beckersdale, a recent settlement of migrant workers. In these areas, it isn't only small entrepreneurs like Peter de Zingua who put up phone shops, but also community action groups. It still isn't easy. The different tribal groups can be political rivals and have to be brought together to achieve common goals. But eventually, they agreed to run a phone shop for the community.
1: You have to set up meetings with different organisations within the community. From the left, from the right, you know, maybe ANC, PAS in Qatar. And you have to make them see the common goal, agree on one goal. This is what we want to do for you people to benefit the community in the long term. People make applications for these kind of phone shops. It goes through a system of, you know, a checklist system. We're taking the application we really have to check the people to see if it's viable for them and for Telcom because we, we cannot just give phone shops to anybody. It has to be somebody who's got some sort of a, a credit track record. With this one, there the was talk that the trust members of this particular phone shop were looking at building a creche. You know, there are certain logistics that they have to sort out within themselves in the community, and uh, the community will have something, thanks to the proceeds of a phone shop.
0: Two million calls a month are made from phone shops with an average length of one to two minutes. The calls keep people in touch. Migrants in the townships are often family breadwinners and need to send money back home. The phones are important socially, but also vital for managing family finances. For some South Africans, Phone shops themselves have been instrumental in breaking down the barriers of poverty. The phones make money, but they also attract people, encouraging the development of other unrelated businesses around them.
2: We've essentially created telephone companies in areas where there were no telephones. And when I say telephone companies, they haven't built networks, but they've taken our product, and uh, we've modified the technology for them so that they can unsell that product and really create very big flourishing businesses and a large number of these uh, people who were who really in many cases had no jobs before have become very very rich very wealthy and have become very well versed in the in the business of business besides providing a telephone service in those in those areas where they're on and look in many of these areas you have a million people living and no telephones so someone comes in there with five telephones and a telephone service i mean just from the point of view of emergency it's a huge positive thing to bring to those communities
0: Ellen Vilakazi grew up in Alexandra, the poorest of Johannesburg's townships. She spent the first six years of her working life filling shelves in the local supermarket. But now she's in business herself. On a friend's advice, she approached Vodacom and persuaded them to give her the opportunity of running her own phone shop. For Ellen, it was just the beginning. Her businesses now include several phone shop containers, as well as a supermarket of her own.
3: Since I've started with my business, I think my life has changed because I've got six kids and then they are in a multiracial school. I can afford them. And then when I started with Vodacom, I didn't have even a car. Now I've got two cars. And then my house, I'm satisfied with my house furniture, everything, it's nice and then we are living a better life with my husband now. I've got a butchery, fast food, groceries, small liquor store. I need more phone shops. If I can have something like 10 containers, I think I'll be rich.